I'm here because I wanted to talk to you about us. Hi, John Flynn. Hey, Eric Bernard. How's it going? It's going really good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm very excited. We're doing a little uh, pre-show chat before we get to the tour this week. Yeah, because uh, there's news. There's news. There's new news. There's news. Madonna has released one full song so far. And when this comes out, her new song with Sam Smith will have been released. But as we're recording this, it has not come out yet. But we do right. have a 40-second TikTok that we're going to watch and talk about, which I have not seen. Have you seen? I have not seen it. First, let's talk about Popular. What do you think of Popular? I like it. It's the weekend, which I feel like I just read something recently that he's gonna he's gonna retire that handle. That persona, the weekend, he, yeah. yeah, yeah. But for now, it's still the weekend. Not able. The weekend. Playboy Cardi and Madonna. Very mellow. It's not like a particularly like it's not a song that necessarily I think grabs you, grabs you. And it's not very flattering about the concept of popularity. Like the character that they're describing is calling up the paparazzi herself to get note to get popular. She'll do anything to be popular. And she sounds, I love the way she sounds. She doesn't sound like auto-tuned at all. No, she sounds really good. It's not very Madonna forward. No, she like talks in the beginning and then she has like a verse. Yeah. I know that you see me. Time's gone by. Spend my whole life running from your flashing lights. Try to own it. Okay, so she's not fucking around. No, she's she's just trying to she's trying to get away from all the attention. (laughs) Historically, (laughs) it's a fun song. Also, the weekend said that he wants to record a whole album with he wants to produce an entire Madonna album. That sounds great. Ah, What do we need to to make that happen? She's didn't she also apply reply in the affirmative on social media that she would do do the yeah. weekend's album she would do the weekend's album sure well feels like falling off a log now like just make it happen <laughs> <laughs> all right should we watch the other should we watch Let's the watch sam this. smith so here we go talk about Let's get into the groove you know just what to do boy get down on your knees cuz i am a
It sounds really fun. I think it sounds very fun. It's very um, erotica era. Mm-hmm. I thought they both looked fun. I can hear this mixing with a lot of other songs. Like it, like it could be like sort of like an oral glue. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can see that definitely happening. A lot of remixes coming off of this. Also, like they're... They feel like kindred spirits and sort of like she inspired him and she can and give him yeah, and get inspiration. Blood. They're all part of like this same they're all I don't know. At the same club. Yeah. Yeah. At the same parties. Yeah. Him Petrus is there. They're getting yeah. drugs from the same dealer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're having a good time. All right. Well that's all of our nonsense. I think we have to all of our housekeeping before we get to the episode itself let's start the episode let the station enjoy the reinvention tour everybody with david crab bye let me start again <laughs> i'm so excited for our guest this week he's an old friend of mine he's a storyteller he hosts risk risk la out here in los angeles he's a member of the groundling sunday company and he's also the author of the book bad kid uh ladies and gentlemen give it up for mr david crab yay yay, yay me <laughs> yay you david thank you so much for joining us it's my pleasure right before we started recording we were talking about how it was like I mean, Madonna homework is the best kind of homework. Like, <laughs> it doesn't feel like homework. No, it does. I, well, we'll talk. It okay. started to, but we'll get into it. There's a lot. Yeah. Wait. So what, tell us, David, your like Madonna history. Like, when did you okay. fall in love with Madonna? When I'm assuming that you <laughs> that happened at some point. I shouldn't say that. Maybe I'm no, I, very presumptuous of you. Yeah. No, no. Love her. Obsessed, uh, obsessed with her. You know, I mean, I have a complex relationship with her now, like we all do. But for me, it was it was like a prayer. God. Like easy, mm-hmm. like a prayer. Sure. Like I, 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 I got down to the first few albums. I remember being really interested in like Papa Don't Preach, just as a thing that existed. Because it, you know, I think that was yeah. when. I mean, I think obviously, if you look at that, that was the song where she started to be like, "Oh, I'm gonna fuck with it a little." So I remember <laughs> being curious about that. Like that's crazy. She's singing about that, and being young enough that I kind of knew what that was, but I didn't fully understand. But then right. when Like a Prayer hit, like Like a Prayer was that album that. I just love the song so much. I watched the video over and over again. I love that it incorporated a choir. And I remember that was like the era where like I really started, you know, because she had the Pepsi commercial with the blonde streak that was a very different version of Mm -hmm. her and a portrayal of that song. And I think 
I've always read album reviews. I love them. And I, I still remember this day, I think like a prayer is the first time like I popped open a Rolling Stone and I like read someone's like intellectual thoughts about an album. And I was like, well, this is cool. I think I'm going to do this the rest of my life. And that <laughs> album not only made me it made me a huge Madonna fan, but I think it kind of really changed the way that I like thought about music and listened to it because, you know, it was like her first big identity shift. And it was, yeah, it was amazing. And then Vogue just took it. And then, you know, the greatest hits, Blonde. Uh, Immaculate and, Collection is. And Truth or Dare. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, and I wasn't out when Like a Prayer hit, but I was coming out to people and like, getting into my queer identity right when like truth or dare and vogue perfect time no, well after vogue but like truth or dare yeah for mm -hmm. sure and then it was a done deal <laughs> I'm sealed, up for delivered <laughs> yeah yeah have you seen her live before yes I saw one. Well, I've seen Well, we'll talk about the other time I saw her live, but I'm going to put that yeah. in quotes. Um, but right. I went to the Confessions tour. Yeah, it was one. a surprise uh, present from my uh, husband. And it was oh, it was a blast. But it was it was amazing. Yeah. Oh, nice. Where did you see her? I want to say it was Madison Square Garden. That I think right. that's where she was in mm -hmm. New York with that. Yeah. Yeah. So are you going to be seeing celebrate the celebration tour? I mean, I don't have any immediate plans to, but I will say <laughs> I just don't like the way the kids do concert tickets these days. Like in general, I'm hard pressed to use my credit card number to get in the platinum escort line connected oh. to my airline <laughs> frequent flyer card to be in a holding area sure. to maybe bid on it. Like it's I just find it all fucking exhausting. <laughs> yeah, I can only I'm only going because John bought tickets and my friend Mike bought tickets. So I yeah. did, I couldn't navigate the That's so fun the system I myself. <laughs> I am jealous that you're I mean that is like I go to Hollywood Bowl shows because it's my favorite place in LA. It's, oh, like, it's the main reason venue. I'm happy yeah. I live here. And that process is always like I feel like super easy and streamlined mm. and beautiful and epic and transcendent and all. I saw L C D sound system there oh, like a month after this horrible tragedy and i wept like i was in church the whole time it was one of the <laughs> my favorite but but outside of that like these big stadium tours like uh, yeah i do find it just a pain in the but, ass like now. there'll be tickets yeah. available you know what i mean it's not I, like i can i just gonna be i'm just gonna say it go ahead i, I kind of don't want to go why <laughs> okay why not i i just don't you don't I think don't... it's gonna be a great show I feel like it, I think the last time I did anything Madonna related with you when we last spoke of her on a podcast or show you did, uh -huh. I think we spoke very openly about the complex relationship. And I talked probably a little bit about like Madame X. Now I feel I feel really, really distant from her. Okay. I feel like she is something in the world that I don't understand anymore. And, and I'm not and I'm not just talking about like, I mean, I know everyone likes going off on the face and the surgeries sure, sure, yeah. and the filler. It, it's that was like, that's a part of it for sure. But I just don't I don't understand. Like even when she released the celebration tour, like commercials and then even the oh, graphic yeah. design of the poster, like so I don't weird. I don't understand. Like it's like there's something there's this dissonance like a yeah i get it i get it there's a way in which like she's lived in mars like she's lived in her own universe for so long and i yeah. think she's 
she just is almost like she's so like trying to do something different all the time and trying to be unique that I feel like there are times where like she misses her actual like she's not listening to like an actual impulse so much as she's like it can't be like this and it can't be like this it can't be like this and she sort of backs herself into this corner of like so it'll be like these weird dysmorphic bodies that are bending in weird shapes and in a font that you can't read well it's and it's almost and I'm so happy that we can talk about talking about this tour in relation to the tour that I watched because mm. it's probably on, the only other time she's done something like she's doing with the celebration tour. I mean, we'll get into it in a minute. Yeah. I mean, she she definitely did greatest hits her own way, but to have a tour and this is it. Okay, I'm so glad we're talking about it cuz I just <laughs> I just I felt like I'm in therapy. <laughs> okay, great. Wonderful. You are. <laughs> it is the first tour she's ever done that is wholly not connected or linked to a new album of recordings. Yeah, that's why I'm very interested about this because I think yeah. all of her tours have very heavily relied on the most recent album. Yeah, well, kind of except the one, I mean, this one, yeah. she certainly had a lot of, we'll get into it, but like, yeah. you know, it really felt like a greatest hits tour and like, it'll be interesting. Like I, the thing I love about her is the new, like I didn't go see Madame X, but if I would have gone, I'll be honest, mm. I love to see in, how the fuck is she doing like a virgin this time? Is it merengue? <laughs> is it trance? Like let's, sure. and I and I love that, but I'm always excited for that. Like I've never been throughout her whole trajectory, even if it's an album I'm not crazy about, if I go and see her live or see a, a recording of her yeah. concert live, I'm always more excited about seeing the way she interprets the new stuff more than I am seeing like, Hung up will be on roller skates this time. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> right. But so so for me, being minded that way, thinking about going to this tour, like there's a part of me that hopes she'd fuck, you know, she fucking lemonade some secret album. Like I I would love and Stuart Price is in pictures again. And that would be oh, my well, jam. Max Martin. There have been some pictures there, too. I think that that'd be an interesting collaboration. The smartest, coolest thing she could do, I think, for this tour that I would love is if all of a sudden in like August, like on her birthday, you know, she just, she just <laughs> my drops, gift to you. Oh, she drops some like what dream. Well, of the an tour album starts in like, July, yeah. so we'll probably have them before then. I imagine she'll do like a, a couple singles or something, just because. Maybe we'll I get hey so. you again. Oh, <laughs> bring it back, bring it back. Hey you, Eric. You have some trivia questions for us. I do, but I don't think they're very good. I say that I've said <laughs> that, that every, every single time. time. <laughs> I don't have any self esteem, so. <laughs> Also, like, uh, David, hearing you talk so far about Madonna, I'm like, oh, these are too easy, I think. <laughs> oh, you said that before, and then people haven't gotten them. Well, let's just see what happens. I can put in a hard one if you get these too easily. Please put okay. in a hard one. I can put in a hard one. Okay, on this tour, Nikki Harris was recast with a new backup singer, and that backup singer is actually pretty well known for singing with another recording artist. Oh, okay. George Michael? No. You're half right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. George Washington. <laughs> half right. Do you remember, do you remember like- Wham? Uh, <laughs> you mean, I know, you mean name, but I love, I would love yeah, if you met that way. But that's also brilliant. <laughs> no, I don't think I know. John, do you know? I do know, yeah. Okay. Do you want me to say? You say. You say. Uh, Michael Jackson. She actually co-wrote Man in the Mirror. Yes. And I knew that. That was in a back catalog. <laughs> Damn it. Great. And so, like, yeah, it's like feature, like Michael Jackson featuring Sadie Garrett. 
Yeah. And she had like some of her own music too. She was great in this tour. Yeah. 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 I wonder if it felt like a backstep for her. Oh. Okay. I'm sure she was happy to work. But I don't I don't think so because I mean I'm trying to think of where Michael was in the Zeitgeist the year that reinvented. 2004 like what what was he Yeah. Like yeah. I don't think I don't think he was swimming in hits. I think he was swimming in yeah. way more controversy. Wasn't he already kind of a shrinking figure in a way? Like I don't know. I think I so. Know. I think yeah. She was great though. Like uh, her dancing too. Like yeah. I I very much enjoyed her. But it was weird watching her with Donna cuz I kept having to do double takes like one can't exist without the other. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. I did I did try to google why did Nikki Harris not go on the reinvention tour and it you get some information but it doesn't none of it feels like or true. yeah yeah <laughs> there was one one piece where i think like the most obvious thing is that like she wanted more money or something right yeah. but apparently she said in and according to the internet at one point she said i don't know if it was in an interview or something that she would go on the reinvention tour but not the regurgitation tour I, I certainly didn't feel like it was a, at all a traditional greatest hits tour. I don't think she'll ever do that. I don't even, I don't even think the celebration will be that way. No. Okay, I have two more questions. Ready? Let's hear them. Okay. During this time period, another musician, recording artist slammed Madonna for lip syncing in the press and also called Die Another Day the worst James Bond theme ever written. Uh, Elton John. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, yeah. my instinct was right. <laughs> Too easy. They made up. What was... They did make up. What was Madonna's character's name in Die Another Day? So, this is the interesting thing about me. <laughs> my Madonna fandom does not carry over to film. I, That's not unusual. That's not, not unusual. unusual. I, and I'm not a James Bond fan, so I've never, I feel like it's something like Agent X or like <laughs> Madam Zero. Weird, I, <laughs> I saw it, I can't remember, but I'm sure it's some like weird sexual pun, like Felicia Felicio or something like that. <laughs> what is it? I'm, I have, now I'm dying to know. It's, it's Verity. Oh, of course it is. Verity. Verity. Of course it is. Oh boy. Do you think she, would you think she pitched that? Yeah, she's like, oh, I'm a fencing instructor. My name is Verity. It came to me in a vision. Those are my those are my questions. You did very very well. <laughs> you did. You I, did I, I wanted to fare better, but it's okay. <laughs> you did great. All right. So before we get into the tour, let's talk about the album. So at this time, we have American Live, and there's also her duet with Britney Spears, "Me Against the Music." So American Life, somewhat controversial album. I recall when this came out, myself, I was kind of mad on it. I didn't like hate it the way a lot of people did, but I remember you, David, were like immediately like, this album's great. I loved it. I, I love, I like being, I like when big stars confuse me. Like I'm the guy, like I, like I'm like a big tent performer. Like I love you too. I love Madonna. Like I love big acts and I love big acts that have like really fun trajectories. I feel like all my favorite like Pet Shop Boys, all my favorite acts have like the a trinity that kind of 
Pet Shop Boys call it the Imperial phase, right? When they were yeah. just three things in a row that all killed. And um, I love the one that fucks it up. Like for you two, it was pop. I love pop. I listen to pop all the time. And people are like, you listen to pop? I'm like, yeah, I really like it. Because <laughs> for Pet Shop like Boys, it. was it, uh, for Pet Shop Boys, would, is the weird thing, the Liza Minnelli, Liza Minnelli album? That Liza Results? Minnelli album is good. It's so good. <laughs> it is so good. Her cover of Rent is a thing of beauty. Her cover of Twisted My Sobriety, the first song, I Want You Now, which is just, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's amazing. So for me, when American Life came out, American Life came out after three albums I adore. I, well, two albums I really, really liked. And people loved Ray of Light, and I liked it too, but I thought music was actually the step up. Like, I, I love music. I love the sort of French house, the squiggly keyboards, all the squelchy, weird distortion. So then when American Life came out, I was like, oh, it's still this and more mere way, but now with more guitar, I, I loved it. I thought it was like awkward, but still like a jam. And like, I, I think the misstep is ironically the umbrella under which the album exists and the first single. Like, I think oh. that song... And then she even fucked up the release. Like the only time she's ever self-censored in a way out of like, you know, I don't know if I want to say shame, but like Backlash, she censored a yeah. video that I think is so good. Like that video mm -hmm. is so interesting and it's such a statement. So anyway, yes, I love the record. There's a few embarrassing things on it. No one really needs to hear that mother and father rap. I, I don't think <laughs> again. My mother died when I was five. And all I did was sit and cry. That one? But yeah. even then, see, like you say, you start doing it and I want to make fun of it, but I still remember it being in my ears and being like, this is interesting. Like, I think it's supposed to seem, and like the fact that no one got the irony. I mean, I don't really love American Life as a song that much, but if you listen to that rap and as many people did and thought, that's so shitty she's bragging about her life, um, then you're just dumb. Yeah. If you don't <laughs> I agree with you. Yeah, tongue is firmly planted in cheek, then you're maybe just maybe you're just an Emma Donna fan. No. <laughs> yeah, she's also like very like self-aware and that like she can recognize that she's participating in something and critiquing it at the same time. Yeah. It's actually like super smart, but it is easy on first listen to just be like, oh, she's rapping about lattes, whatever. <laughs> yeah. She really missed it. And I yeah. think a lot of people, even people that intellectually thought it was interesting, a lot of them just think <laughs> They're just like, oh, it's it's not music. Like they mm -hmm. had this attitude that like it, it wasn't musical. A and I I think that maybe some people really shy away or they don't. I mean, I've always liked Mir Way. I, I, I liked Mir Way when he was a solo artist and I love like he produced a great Fisher Spooner album. Like I love his sound. I actually feel like there's some really quite, you know, Nobody Knows Me is a very simple, repetitive jam it doesn't do much it's like music it's like doo, doo, right yeah it just does that but then you have a song like intervention or nothing fails and for me those are some of like the prettier songs she's ever written so i like that you could press play on that record and just be like what the fuck is happening she's like a robot <laughs> vocal this whole song is two notes there's no discernible chorus and then like two songs later it was like Joni Mitchell with a drum machine for four mm -hmm. minutes or whatever. Yeah. I, I I dug it. Yeah. I do think that this has gotten like it's getting its due now. Like I feel like music yeah. credits are kind of coming back and being like, actually, American Life is a pretty good album. I feel like it's closest to erotica of her albums in terms of the way that it was like 
regarded and then sort of be appraised looked back on later and i mean it was i mean even erotica was more love than american life but that's true um, but yeah but yeah so so i i dug it and even the press tour i thought was interesting her and her little beret with her jet black hair which i loved sitting on a stool at like an hmv in london with her guitar mm -hmm. playing it so sort of <laughs> awkwardly like a child that needed to look like where her fingers were on the fret like i love the whole thing i loved it and i love die another day i actually really love die another day i do too it did feel like the first time where she made a statement and then sort of took it back which yeah. was odd yeah and i think the thing that changed between the recording and the release i think the thing that actually changed was military death toll like like i like i think the thing that actually changed was like the war was like a concept or something mm -hmm. that was like brewing beginning right. and then like in the months it took to come out i think there started to be substantial loss of you know i mean for right. american military like you know for us substantial sure. <laughs> compared to what they experienced but and i think she just you know i mean on one way i want to on one level i want to respect that but i i don't I don't know. I mean, you can't rewind the tape, so who knows what would have happened. But I love it. I love her riding that <laughs> tank hard, drinking her coffee and shooting. I love seeing On the, the runway. Oh, it's great. I love war as fashion or the other way around. <laughs> also around the time she had that movie swept away, which was kind of her last movie. Yeah, I've never seen swept away. I haven't seen it either. I think I did see it, but I don't really remember it. I remember like uh, Sandra Bullock was caught like leaving the theater because like she went to see That's it and funny. like some people were like, what did you think? Because it was like known to you. People were like, it's like the, the word that was that it was a huge bomb because it was also like Guy Ritchie was directing Madonna. And, you know, Madonna's film career has always been a little like we don't think she deserves to be here. And Sandra Bullock was like, you know what? She's actually not that bad. Like she was sort of like, it's not as bad as people are saying. It's basically what she was saying. I think I remember she looked, she looks really good in Swept Away. Yeah. Yeah. And Gene Triplehorn is in it. Well, for me, this is when we're entering like this. There's a very hot Madonna window for me, aesthetically, that we are entering around this time that will last. Oh, okay. I think what? Two more albums? I thought she was gorgeous then, and I don't know what's yeah. under there now, but anyway, yeah. Yeah, just like all like angular and cheekbones and jaw and like, yeah. Well, she like, it seemed like she like discovered yoga at this time. And so she was really yeah. just like working Ugh, out in yeah. that way and was just like we'll talk. all lean. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> and then the final like big thing around this time was the VMAs where she made out with Britney and Christina. You know, she was really just trying, she, she, I think she just sensed <laughs> that the album wasn't maybe the flavor of the moment. No. And she was just like, ugh, what can I do? How can we? <laughs> I remember watching that live home. I, I had gone back home to Texas to visit some friends and it was like friends from high school that I had loved Madonna with. And uh -huh, we were oh, sure. watching that like on, you know, and at that point I was like living in New York and it was like, weird to be in like this small Texas town with them, like watching the VMAs. <laughs> watching like a virgin again, right, yeah. wine coolers <laughs> as she like pissed Britney and it was, it was, it was surreal. Everybody comes to Hollywood 
I mean, even if you just look at that number and then the Missy, the Missy Elliott stuff, it was just a crazy time. It, it was so interesting watching her do like recon on a, on an album in real time. Yeah, because that's what I felt like she was doing in a way that was still her. I didn't feel like it was entirely bullshit, but yeah, it was bizarre. Yeah. And also, like, but when you rewatch the VMA performance, it's so tame. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> like there, it's not. They don't make out. They like yeah. touch. Lips. Yeah. They like high school theater make out. Yeah. She put her hand over Britney's mouth and then kissed her hand, <laughs> and then put her hand over Christina Aguilera's mouth and kissed the back of her hand. Music stations always play the same song. We're bored with the concepts of right and wrong. All right, so shall we get into the tour itself? Are we ready? Let's, let's do it. I think we're ready. The Reinvention Tour opened May 24th and ran through September 14th of 2004. It made $125 million off of 56 performances in North America and Europe. It was directed by Jamie King. There are 11 choreographers listed for the tour on Wikipedia. And then she had 13 backup dancers. And fashion was designed by Ariana Phillips, Stella McCartney, Kristen Lacroix, and Carl Lagerfeld. So as usual, she had the tour was broken down into five different chapters or categories uh, that are called Marie Antoinette, Military, Circus, Acoustic, and Scottish Tribal. So uh, what are some other uh, initial thoughts of the tour before we start going from number to number? I re- read that it was supposed to be conceived as like sort of like a greatest hits reinvention tour, like reinventing the hits. But watching it, it didn't seem like that to me. I don't know why. Like not that many stuff, not that much stuff is reinvented. It yeah. doesn't seem like it's Sonically. more reinvented in other than other tours. Right. Like Vogue doesn't sound, Vogue sounds more like Vogue than it sounds in the girly show where it has that Bollywood feel to it. Like that felt more reinvented to me than this version. So conceptually, I was sort of like, is that what she was set out to do? I don't know. Yeah. Like I, I feel like the album wasn't doing great. So she was like, what if I just tell people I'm going to do all my hits? Well, but also, then... she had just come off of Drowned World, which now that tour, she hadn't toured for eight years and she had three albums. And so she only had like yep. two of the old songs on that tour. And that was like the big criticism of that tour is that people wanted to hear some of like the old stuff, the hits. Yeah. So I think... And comparatively, to, compared to that, there's definitely more. Yeah, there's tons. Of I more. mean, <laughs> the tours on either side of Reinvention Tour, I think, are her two best tours. And... I, okay, so let's just, okay, so I was going to just go for it. I need need to give you the springboard because this is the set. This is the other time I was in a room with Madonna. Okay. When I was living in New York, there was like a radio, like call in to win tickets. I was the caller that won two tickets to go see Madonna live at a movie theater in Times Square do a semi-private showing of I'm going to tell you a secret. Oh, wow. Wow. And I called my friend Margot, and we won that day. I had to, like, I just remember, like, changing my schedule. I was like, we're going to go to the movie theater and see this 
I, I think it's, and, I, and you know, it was kind of hush hush. I was like, I think it's essentially like the sequel to Truth or Dare. It's like yeah. kind of a tour documentary. And we went to the theater and I, and if you don't know, you know, it, I'm going to tell you secret is very much the format of Truth or Dare. It's a black yeah. and white documentary of the concert tour and you meet all her dancers. And then there's a select in bold, bright color. You see a few numbers from the tour throughout uh, the film. And as someone who I told you, Truth or Dare was like, I mean, I was in and Truth or Dare, yeah. like, that was, I I literally had been outed to my father by my guidance counselor like a month before Truth or Dare <laughs> came out, I think. And so getting to go see this movie was so amazing. The theater was packed. There were like lots of celebrities mixed in. Fucking Nikki Hilton sat behind us eating the most disgusting smelling nachos that I swear were from like a home Tupperware container. Like I'll never understand. <laughs> it was so gross. And then, you know, Madonna all of a sudden came down the whole aisle from the back of the theater. She looked amazing. She was just in all black with this kind of crazy hat. And she walked up to a podium and she literally talked for 45 seconds. She was like, this is a cut of my new film. Film, it's a termite documentary, da 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 da. And then she walked back and then she, and I remember smelling her. She walked by over the nachos. That was very impressive. <laughs> that was amazing to me that I, wow, I got it. That's a, the power of Madonna. Oh, it was like woodsy and floral and it was, she just smelled great. And then she, cause I was on the aisle. Like I think it was my friend Margot, me, and then the aisle. Like it was my friend Margot between me and Madonna. She passed us, we were near the back of the theater and then Madonna sat against the wall in the aisle seat with like some of her entourage. And then the movie started. That movie in a theater with a sound system is phenomenal. My experience of the reinvention tour, having not seen it live, was that movie with Madonna 10 seats behind me with like full surround THX booming sound system before anyone got to see the movie. Madonna disappeared. I looked back maybe 10 minutes later out of the theater, back home. You know, <laughs> there was no, no, nothing at the end. There was no Q and A. She was She's gone. Like, that was it. Curiously hungry for nachos. I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, I just still, and fucking Nikki, oh, Nikki helped me nachos. <laughs> but anyway, so I was super, super excited to watch the tour in its entirety. I had never seen it. And I don't know if that's why it just felt like the last bit of air farting out of a balloon. Oh, it just, <laughs> there were so many numbers. It just felt like. When Madonna wants to be like moody and serious, I'm, I, I'm less in love than when she like is, looks like she's having fun, which she gets to, but like not till the very end. Yeah. So it's a lot, it's a lot of like. Oh, you don't like the fun thing that starts off with just. Her writhing on a dirty mattress uh, with a <laughs> poem about Satan. <laughs> blessed is he who reads aloud the words of the prophecy. And blessed are those who hear and who keep what is written therein. I remember that, Maggie. I remember that photo shoot. I remember like loving the photo shoot from, I don't remember what magazine it was, but that yeah. was very, when it came out, I was like, oh, this is so edgy and great. And I don't mind it, but I just like when her face 
she gets into this as I think more and more as she as from this point in her career forward, this sort of like I'm the queen and majestic and majesty yeah. translates to like stoicism and like maybe just like a little bit of an arched eyebrow. And other than that, it's like bow down everybody. And then when she is smiling and having fun, I don't know, not that I should, I want to be like, oh, you're a girl, you should smile more <laughs> at all. <laughs> I have to be careful because that's not what I think. I know you are enduring patiently and bearing up for my name's sake. To me, this feels almost like her black box concert in that there's yeah. not a lot of big set pieces. It feels very much right. just like just like the stage with a big video screen and occasionally, you know, there's the treadmill that you had from Who's That Girl that came back. Yep. Uh, you know, and occasionally she'll be like, here's some stairs or here's like that weird skate thing. But a lot of her tours, it feels like the set transforms or like it's right. totally different. And that doesn't happen in this tour at all. It feels very much like occasionally there'll be like a platform that rises and she'll, you know, she'll do some yoga on. Yeah, but it does feel kind of very like this is an easy tour to travel. I'm sure it isn't. I'm sure it's like deceptively, you know, but so in that way, it sort of feels a little bit underwhelming. And I agree with what you guys are saying. There's something about like, especially like Blonde Ambition, where like there's a joy where she's just like, I'm on top of the fucking universe. And yeah. like, there's such this joy. And I feel like from that point on, there is a way in which she's like, she's chasing a high that she's already had. Yeah, like, there's not like a new high for her, really. Yeah. And yeah. so at times it can feel very just like she's working really hard, which isn't as fun yeah. as when she's just having a great time. It makes sense though, that somebody at this point in their career, who's now, has now done so many world tours that it's like, it's probably not that exciting to be like, you're going on a world tour. And she's like, okay, well, I'm okay. I'm gonna do it now. The videos that open uh, to the Justify My Love remix this tour they're from an art, like a, it was an art, it was a gallery in New York called Ecstatic Process. And I went and saw it. I went and saw oh, that yeah? How like, was it? art installation. It was really cool and dark and beautiful. I, I lived in an apartment at the time and my roommate was one of Stephen Klein's gallery assistants. Oh, wow. I See, I felt like I had this moment where Madonna was like, I, we're going to hang out. Like if I'm being realistic, <laughs> I was like, it's, just, it's, so, we're, it's going to happen. <laughs> and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning. No crying, no pain anymore. What are you looking at? Vogue, the number in the movie theater, the way it was edited from I'm Going to Tell You a Secret was fucking amazing. She's doing yoga on a platform <laughs> on a high trunk. It's like dangerous liaison and it takes me back mm -hmm. to like when I was young and gay and she did it on the MTV Movie Awards, uh -huh. da, da, da. then when you see it on the tour, it's so still. Like when there's not as many abilities to like cut away, it's just uh -huh. like, she's okay, it's a new pose. It's a beautiful number, but I will say it's almost the peak of the whole concert for me. <laughs> it's like, it starts off with a bang and I'm like, I'm into this. And then it just kind of, I don't know. I feel like it just gets less, interesting as it goes along. Nobody Knows Me is like my, I could listen to that song over and over. It's my jam. And this was the beginning of the Stuart Price connection, this mm -hmm. tour, because Stuart came in, who would later produce 
Confessions, and he was the, the musical advice. So there were all these songs that were through that great Stuart Price filter. And I feel like what he did to Nobody Knows Me like really elevated it from the record. So I remember like, and that is a number in I'm Gonna Tell You a Secret that's just amazing. She's on like a, a people mover. She's on like a yeah. treadmill. There's lots of Wall Street projections of yeah. weird <laughs> numbers. And te- I mean, it's just, and it's just her in a fan stomping. Like that's all there is to it. Sign mm-hmm. me off. It's great. I don't get the segues to the songs. I feel like sometimes there's a lot of great conceptual stuff with the way the songs are near mm-hmm. each other. And I do feel like in this show, a lot of that goes out the window. Like Vogue to Nobody Knows Me to Frozen is kind of like, what's happening? But like, <laughs> right. I do feel like she was sort of saying, even labeling the tour that like, it's kind of the hits, you know, like I'm, you're just getting all the, you know, versus it's easy probably to segue Ray of Light and music when you're mainly just doing those two albums. But then we get into like that kind of American life portion, which I enjoy because the music is kind of like metal and hard rock. And it's fun to see her kind of sweat and freak out because I had the same feeling um, that you did, Eric, about like how it's fun to see her kind of loose. But then it just I don't know, it just gets weird as that American life section goes on. Another thing we should say is that this is one of the few tours of hers that is not commercially available. Yeah. Um, but of course, it's on YouTube. You know what else you can't get is I'm going to tell you a secret. You yeah, I saw it when it anywhere. came out, but I couldn't find it to watch it again. And I remember when I saw it being a little underwhelmed by it. But I didn't see it in a theater with Madonna a few feet behind me and nachos. nachos. Yeah. Nikki nachos. <laughs> Nikki nachos. Nikki nachos. <laughs> <laughs> you call the section it's hanky panky and the morose circus. deeper and deeper that's part of circus yeah sir oh god that's called circus, circus? Yeah. yeah hollywood <laughs> is one of the weirdest things she's ever chosen to put in a concert of hers and then it all just kind of gets very bizarre and a little dull to me after hollywood which is basically the song hollywood she's nowhere to be seen in the number right it starts off with well cloud who's her hottest dancer ever i love right. cloud and he's doing a great like minstrel piece kind of in a clown outfit, but then there's then a man, a um, gentleman in a white tuxedo tap dancing in like a glass cube. And then there's suddenly this Bollywood number where this beautiful dancer does this Bollywood piece. And then all of a sudden there's a skateboard ramp and yeah. there is like a clown skateboarding. And then all of a sudden her guitarist kind of comes out of nowhere dressed as like Dracula. Yeah, he's got a cape yeah. And and he just does this like guitar piece and it's kind of amazing, but it's also like it kind of gave me this feeling a third of the way into the concert. I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> like <laughs> it, it, it's either so weird it doesn't belong, or it's so weird she can't trump having just done it. And I think maybe that's what it is. The rest of the concert after that. Because it gets a little bit of like this, like she does hanky panky in a strange yeah. way. And mm-hmm. what she does to deeper and deeper is illegal. Deeper deeper. 
oh, this is sort of like if Breathless Mahoney was doing deeper and deeper. Yeah. That to me felt like the one of the more reinvented numbers of her being it, like, I'm taking yeah. something that you think of as a big dance hit and I'm making it more sort of like a vampy number. And then Die Another Day with like, it's like a, there's flappers and there's corsets, there's dude in bolero pants. The, the skateboard ramp is still there as this is happening. Like, I, I, it, it gave me like a headache just being like, what is, <laughs> like, I want to yell, what's the theme? <laughs> like, and then she gets strapped to like an electric chair and does the Avita song. Like, it, it's just, it's just so nuts. And how I How soon the lights were gone. The circus part is kind of nuts. We should talk about the acoustic part because that's the next one. With yeah. nothing fails, don't tell me, <laughs> like a prayer, mother and father, and imagine. I, I'm a sucker for nothing fails. I actually, nothing fails, I think, I think, is a great song of hers. I love that song. Yeah. When I get lost in space, I can't return to Huge, ridiculous fuck up, not making that a single. But then I also think about how I, I remember when Rebel Heart came out, I was like, oh, Ghost Town's going to be a huge hit for her. No worries about living for love and like no one cared. I mean, I love that song. I love the way that she did Don't Tell Me with a Bittersweet Symphony. Oh, yeah. I thought that was really cool that. musically. I just found the aesthetic so like, it was almost like it was treated as if it was just like a like a small show with live instruments, but it wasn't fully surrendered to that. It still felt mm -hmm. like there were dance, there were a lot of people on stage. And I well, I also think this yeah. tour, I mean, like as we mentioned, like there are 11 choreographers, there's four different designers. Like I feel like it was, it sort of feels kind of mushy in that way that there's not a singular vision. Yeah that there's not yeah. like a strong, like I feel like with both Blonde Ambition and Girly Tour especially, that was like, it felt like a very, like Madonna with working with one or two big collaborators. And this just felt like there's so many people. I feel like Even to point out, because I feel like we're being a little critical of this, we are comparing it to like the best pop concerts of, <laughs> That's of our time, right? Like yeah. they're just like such good shows. They're such good like, pop concert shows and so theatrical and so visionary that to be like, well, this one isn't quite as entertaining as those feels unfair. Don't you ever, 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 ever tell me to stop. I was surprised by how there's some stuff in like the third quarter of it that just feels like the the blood isn't it just feels it's not just that they're acoustic they feel mm. dull dulled and i can't say that's the thing i feel about her a lot sometimes i don't like the way she re-envisions a song but i feel like it's too kooky you know like mm. i don't know if i needed to see like a virgin done as marlena dietrich sitting on a trunk but <laughs> i appreciate like how weird it is and this just felt a little 
like flat, I guess, that section. I don't know. Well, I guess I especially know what you mean with Like a Prayer because it felt like it was a subdued version, but it wasn't reinvented. It wasn't like with Deeper and Deeper. She was like, oh, I'm going to do something different. She was like, it's kind of just Like a Prayer, but on a lower speed. It's just so literal for her. Like, like a prayers, everyone's in black, and there's like pictures of what do you call that very specific M Mother of Mary heart? Like, with the oh, blade. with like a uh, crown of thorns around it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, oh, okay. It does feel like here are images we haven't used yet. Yeah. <laughs> I do like yeah. in Like a Prayer that when Sadie Garrett does the sort of gospel solo that we think of Nikki Harris doing. Madonna feels very protective of her in that moment. Like she puts her arm around her and takes her to the front of the stage and is like, and like very supportive. Like, <laughs> I know it's not Nikki, but she's yeah. great too. Everyone. I like her. I'm telling <laughs> Don't you. Don't fight. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. imagine it's just like like it's just one of those moments it's kind of like hey you it's like yeah when she makes a statement her way it can feel really singular and kind of brassy and cool but the fact that she literally did imagine with like pictures of children from across the globe like you may say It didn't feel like unique enough or different enough to be like, oh, this is Madonna's doing her take on Imagine. Yeah. It felt like she would, someone signed her up to karaoke and she just got up and sang it. <laughs> In front of the karaoke video. They <laughs> yeah, made. that's the karaoke video that she had behind her. Live as one. But the, the end section, like once we get past Imagine, which like yeah. that whole end section, I, I I wrote here like a prayer, so boring. Mother and father, so bad. But at the end, when she does get to that like kilt, white tank top, just hair loose, showing off that she learned some tricks with sticks, smiling, dancing, doing holiday, and into the group. It's so fun when you get there. It, I love it by the end. Yeah, by the yeah. end. Yeah, the Scottish. Tri so yeah. yeah, that's the section where two of those songs. I was like, I don't know. Does that almost. You know, it, it um, starts out. It makes me really appreciate bagpipe music in a way that I'd never <laughs> have in my whole entire life. Yep. Like I was like, oh, I get bagpipes now. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Those musicians—they're not in any other part of the show, right? Nope. They just come nope. up for that number. But if you look, some of them are the dancers. Of some course, of them they are. are. Yeah. Some of the drummers I mean, are. The drummers. Mm -hmm. They do those like they, they have like. It's like trick drumming. They're, they have like something that they're spinning that they're it's yeah, yeah. very fun to watch. I, I just feel like imagine imagine that you make just a shitload of money. You get to travel around the world for 56 tours and, and someone's like, what do you do? And you're like, oh, I play a bagpipe for three minutes a night. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like that's that's all they do. I mean, they pop up again briefly later. But yeah. Sure. But then I was thinking about like the the okay just go with me for a second on this like the the like the how the housing everybody putting everybody up in hotels yeah. and then i sort of was like if i'm being totally honest when i saw truth or dare i felt like nikki and donna shared a hotel room 
but I don't think that's true. <laughs> but I, I feel like had I had adjoining hotel room. They probably could walk into each other. That's always been the vibe, hasn't it been? Like that there's always some sort of like Cinderella narrative there or like- And I don't know if they, it was like, oh no, you guys don't get your own room. You get a room with two queen beds or, <laughs> or if they like wanted to room together. I, I like thinking they maybe to save to. money. Maybe I want them to want to room together, and they love it. They have mm-hmm. so much fun. <laughs> they stay up too late. <laughs> yep, yep. She's gonna be so mad at us. I thought it was so fun. And then that goes into music, which is probably one of my favorite. Well, that, audio. Then it goes into Papa Don't Preach. Oh, it does, right. Oh, yeah. And then she does Crazy for You. Still one of my favorite Madonna ballads. Crazy for you goes into music, right? Yep. Is that what you? Mm-hmm. Music was when, like, like I don't think it beats the best time she's done music live, but the the the, the sonically, it's kind of it sounds so good, and it she does. yeah, she looks so happy to be there. Like that, that's when it really hit me near the end, and for the rest of this, she just it looks like she's having the best time, and it's yeah. to the point that it occurred to me how often she looks like she's just working. Uh-huh. Like it's hard, <laughs> you know? It, it was one of those things that it really struck me, and maybe this is why I'm not so crazy about this tour compared to the others. Like, it, it does all the things that typically aren't my favorite flavors of Madonna in a concert. Like, I, I actually usually like the crazy thing where she's dressed like a samurai and she's flying around and there's lasers and there's like dancers uh-huh. with lights in their mouth. Like, mm-hmm. that, that's yeah. what I'm there for. I'm not there for when like, oh, she's gonna do, you know, into the groove and it's gonna be so fucking cute and there's gonna be a confetti bomb and they're gonna release balloons. But in the context of this concert, when this part comes, I was like, yes. arms are so fantastic in this whole show yeah she's I mean, so but she does these like things where she's like smiling like squishing her own face with her i think bicep. that's like into holiday but i think it's like that's a holiday because yeah. like holiday I mean, like in the beginning she's like in like a yoga position with her like you know that yoga mudra thing with yep. her thumb, thumb and forefinger together and that and swaying and stuff like kind of poking fun at herself it's really playful and so charming So good. 
it's so good and the way they use like the catwalk over the yeah. stage mm -hmm. and there's like it's all the classic like confetti bomb they're yeah. over disco oh, yeah. ball like, yeah holiday celebration come together in every nation we should take a moment for the memoriam reel to talk about numbers we don't see again on That's tour. right. So we've been through the tour. In memoriam. So, in memoriam. So here, there's a bunch of songs we never see again live on tour. Crazy For You, Hanky Panky, The Beast Within Remix, Don't Tell Me, Bedtime Story, Hollywood, Imagine, Lament, mm -hmm. Mother and Father, and Nothing Fails. Of those, are there any that you would hope to see again in the Celebration Tour, should you go to see it? <laughs> Lament for sure. No, um, <laughs> I, it would be crazy for you or bedtime story, and and like a proper performance of one of those, like not like a video, because mm -hmm. I do think the video backdrop thing in reinvention mm -hmm. that she does to bedtime stories is that, uh, yeah. is actually really interesting that she does. Yeah. We didn't really talk about it, but yeah. like dancers on swings and she looks so hot and some kind of white. That oven. I think it was probably be a tough song to do live. She did it. Did you ever see her doing it at the Brits years ago? Mm -hmm. It was the junior. Vasquez version, but she did it live uh -huh. in this white wig that was blowing up. Yeah, I <laughs> do like, remember that. It's pretty. It's it. It was it was pretty special live. I thought it was like pretty great. Okay, but I love I love the original of that song, and I love and I crazy for you gets me every time. It makes my husband feel. He says when he hears, he says the song makes me feel icky. Crazy for you? <laughs> yeah, it takes him back to like a really awkward, horny like middle school place that makes oh, him feel. Sure. Like, it's very like couples only in the rink. Yeah, he doesn't like it. Yeah, it cracks me up. <laughs> it's very like yeah, the slow dance where you have uh, the girl has her hands in the guy's back pockets. Yes. <laughs> yes. Mandatory. You know, but nothing fails. You wouldn't want to see that. I don't know. I mean, it's almost it's it's weird because I feel like I'm almost answering this question from a place of like I'm tempering my own response to what I think is actually a possibility. Like, okay. I think that Crazy For You or Bedtime Story in a weird way, just because I know she has a soft spot for Bedtime Story and Crazy For You is a hit. Not only do I like those, I feel like there's a chance. I just don't think there's a world in which she's like, you know what I'm going to bring out? For the greatest hits, sure. Right. Like, <laughs> I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't know. Maybe. I, I would love it, though. I agree. Especially she if she did it with, it, yeah. a, with a choir, like a, a big oh, yeah. choir, the way it is on the album. Yeah, I agree with you. And I, David, that's funny that you point out because I realized that I when you said that you're framing your answer through what you think is possible in terms of what she's going to do. I didn't realize that I've been doing that, but I have been. So <laughs> if I'm just going to go, I'm going to say, I love Don't Tell Me as a song. Like it, I don't ever get tired of it. And I'm going to say Bedtime Story. Yeah. I feel like Bedtime Story album doesn't get a lot of like, hasn't gotten a lot of love. Like you, like you said, yeah. It only got kind of like two numbers um, and then, and there's some really good tracks on there. There really is. I mean, I think it's mm -hmm. like her most schizophrenic album and I kind yeah. of feel like that's why it doesn't, doesn't earn its place because people don't know what to make of it. And I kind of think, <laughs> I don't listen to a lot of the songs from the first half, like her sort of TLC vibe. Mm -hmm. I think it's charming and some of the uh -huh. songs are lovely, but like for me, it's when you get into that weird, sad second half with Sanctuary and bedtime story mm -hmm. and love tried to welcome yeah. me. And I'd be is fine bad girl I'd never there? take a bow again. Bad girl's Wait. erotica. Oh right, right, right. Oh my god, edit that out, please. <laughs>
Take nope. <laughs> oh, right, right. And then Bad Girl. Um, yeah. I love that album. The Bad Girl album? Huh. Mm-hmm. I love the Bad Girl album. <laughs> Nobody talks about it. Um, it doesn't exist, but sure. I, no, no, it does. It's in Japan, John. Oh, I should look for that. Yeah, for me, I would say Crazy For You, Don't Tell Me, and Nothing Fails. I mean, yeah, I, I agree she probably won't do Nothing Fails unless she somehow, like, like matches it with something else. But I would like to think- see Don't Tell Me mixed with Don't Stop from Bedtime Stories. That'd be fun. The Don't mashup. Yeah. I, I've i always wanted her... I always wanted her to do a live concert where she just did, like, a, a really raunchy, like, three-song, like, a sex set. Mm-hmm. And then okay. in, like, the sort of detritus of all her dancers sweat and smeared makeup and wigs coming off did love tried to welcome me and it was like really Ooh. stoic and weird oh. like like the morning after like the morning after the party and you're just full of it's like the walk of shame yeah. yeah um i i don't tell me is a song i love by her and i think the reason that i don't list it in songs i'd want to see again live is because i don't think that the drown world version of don't tell me is beatable it is mm-hmm. that section, that cowboy section in uh-huh. Drown World, I think is so excellent. It's so good. Yeah. So the hot. Funny song? God, I was horny for those days. No, take that out. <laughs> but but gone, don't tell me. I'm not your bitch, don't hang your shit on me. A hum, uh, human nature. Like that stretch is just that that was a porn for me when that concert was out. I was like, this is so hot. Like it's great. <laughs> And I wasn't into the cowboy theme. Like when the music, I was like, oh, a weird theme she's doing. And then I saw that stretch of the concert. I was like, this is great. We have so many songs in the SmackDown. I know. Let's get to it. So, first, Holiday. So, the current reigning champion is Blonde Ambition. But I would like to start off by saying, now, last episode, Eric, you said you actually wanted to go back and vote for the girly show, <laughs> even though we had passed that. I would like to go back and vote for Drowned World as my favorite version of Holiday thus far. Really? Yeah, I think there's something about it just being her and Donna and Nikki that to me is just like so fun. And I like that. But uh, what, do you, what can't, do you think? We can't do it, though. We <laughs> we can't? Okay, if you say so. Don't we have tell me the- we can't. Don't tell me to stop. So this is breaking. So you have a thing about like breaking your own rules. <laughs> well, we've made them. But what, what do you what do you think, David? What's your favorite? Do you like the current well, reigning champ is Blonde Ambition? Well, you're saying I think, John, you're saying you like the girly show holiday. Yeah, I say the drowned world better. The drowned world. What happened I, was that we like <laughs> kind of collectively at some point agreed that that the holiday in Blonde Ambition was so iconic and definitive that like it couldn't be touched. Then I went out and said like, no, I think actually the girly show one is better. And now John is saying that he thinks that the drowned world one is better. So, but I'll follow the rules. I mean, I don't know. Like I really, really, you know, in all things considered with the reinvention tour, I, I do think that it was a great one. I have to say, you know, I hadn't thought about it in a minute and I just saw a photo of it because I just Googled. I forgot how great the girly show one was. I love the girly show one. But we the now- The only thing for me, the girly show is that whole sir, yes, sir, ma'am, sir thing. It just goes on too long. 
I know. Well, I think I, there's a video here that says if I was to watch Holiday from Drown World, it's 14 minutes long uh, from <laughs> Girly Show. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, God, every every image of her with that short platinum hair, it's like that. Yeah, that was the best time she did it with that hair. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I'm so I into. Know. I want to. Okay. Um, can I vote first on this one? Yeah, you go first. We're voting between just Blonde Ambition, Holiday, and Reinvention Tour Holiday. Okay, yes, that's what we have to do. All right. I vote for the Reinvention Tour Holiday. Okay. What do you say, David? Only because I know the Blonde Ambition one's iconic. I hate those fucking pants <laughs> so much. I remember girls wearing them all the time after that and thought, no. So I'm gonna actually gonna vote for this. Is maybe my one reinvention tour number that will okay. be okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, then the winner is the reinvention tour. A new winner for holiday. All but right. how do you vote, John? Between blonde ambition and reinvention, I would go blonde ambition. But I do, in retrospect, wish I had voted drowned world last time. Okay, it's a but, really yeah. It's complicated. It's really complicated what we've done to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and the next song is Into the Groove, and the current reigning champion is the Who's That Girl Tour, which we love because it ends the tour, and it's the first time that we see kind of like the big like cast all together. Everyone's all together for once. And a lot of chassaying across the stage, back and forth. Sure, sure. The, the, yeah, I, I, I would have to go. Yeah, this was... This was the only one just because I thought it was, I did think it was interesting. It came close for me, but I don't think Reinvention Tour beats it. I see. I like the Reinvention Tour one, if for nothing else, than the Missy Elliott of it all. So my vote's actually going to go and Reinvention that, for this one. Okay. What and that say? for me was a demerit. Interesting. Okay. Because um, it just made me feel like she incorporated Gap shit. <laughs> like yeah. I always associate Missy Elliott sure. with yeah. the Gap commercial. Yeah, and I love Missy, but yeah. Anyway, mm -hmm. oh, so I get to break the tie now. You break the tie. Into the groove. I'm gonna say that the Who's That Girl tour holds the lead. Okay. Who's that girl? Still the ch reigning champ of Into the Groove. And, and talk about looking happy and free and like loose yeah. and electric on stage. That number, she's just dripping, yeah. Yeah. quite literally, with sweat. And <laughs> yes. it's amazing. Yeah. You could ask for a comb. Uh, <laughs> all right. So next we have Material Girl. And the reigning champion for that one is from the Virgin Tour. That's when like her dad, it, that's what closed out the first Virgin Tour, the first tour. Her dad had to come out on stage and pull her off because she was being naughty. So we got that or her doing just her guitar version of it here in the reinvention tour. I don't even remember it, so that's my vote. Like I just watched the tour. <laughs> and you don't remember her singing hours. Material Girl? Okay. It was a lot of guitar in a row. It was a lot of like standing still with the guitar in a row. And like making the odd like, okay, I'm gonna sing it, but you're gonna sing it with me. And like right. holding the, oh, the microphone out. I remember. Like, that I was good. Now. now you have to do it better. But yeah. she doesn't say how to do it better. Stuff. I bet that's how her, like, <laughs> what her dancers say the same thing. She's like, great, do it better next time. They're like, but how? What? <laughs> Just better. Okay, so your vote is for the Virgin Tour. I'll vote this Virgin. I'm going to vote Virgin Tour also. Yeah, me too. Yeah. That's yeah. classic. All right, so Material Girl, the Virgin Tour, still the reigning champ. This next one, I'm not sure if we can officially... Right, so next one is it. Burning Up, which she did on the Virgin Tour, but it wasn't on the official release. 
video release, but you can see bootlegs of it. But I will say this: she does it. She plays it just it's just her acoustically. It's, it's right uh, right before Material Girl in the store. But I think she sounds great. I think it's really fun. Yeah, so, I I feel like I can't because I, I I did find a very grainy like club yeah. video, <laughs> and I was like, God, I don't know if I can judge. I mean, it's kind of the overall thought I had about watching the reinvention tour this way versus the clips of it I saw within. I'm going to tell you a secret. You know, like oh, at a certain really? point, are you judging the performance or like how it's recorded right. and edited? It's the quality, exactly. The, yeah. So my instinct is to say that reinvention beats it, but if you put if you show me that again on the high def <laughs> or put me in the front row, I don't know. I'm happy giving it to reinvention. I think she does a great job. I think it's fun. Yeah. You, Eric. I, uh, that's fine with me. Yeah. Let's give it to her. She'll be relieved okay. about this. She'll be too. happy about that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought that this tour was going to get very few, but it's also it's already gotten two big ones, and one's Holiday, which is a big one, and it <laughs> it got Holiday and it got Burning Up, where it won against a recording that doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, both from her first album. Yeah, <laughs> it won against a recording that doesn't exist. <laughs> uh, Tough the competition version. Yeah. Uh. Okay, so good, and so the next one, Crazy for You. Because it's the last time she does it on tour, whoever wins the crazy for you in this will be the best version of it. The definitive. So the definitive. Far. I will say this. I think she sounds better on the reinvention tour. But I think there's something very sweet and like innocent on the Virgin tour that I like. But I think her actual like vocal performance is better on this one. But my vote will be to keep it with the Virgin tour. I, I think I would I would I would say that too, especially because I vaguely remember <laughs> it from reinvention. But I love your description of it. I'm haunted by it. I appreciated it in reinvention, but I was also like, your three numbers from the end don't 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 stick me with the ballad right now. I'm like I'm <laughs> I'm up on my feet. I'm dancing. I don't want to like. I you feel don't like want if to I take a breath. No, I wanted to keep going. So I'm going to say the Virgin Tour. All right. So the definitive best performance of Crazy for You is from the Virgin Tour. We have figured it out. Okay. So next we have Papa Don't Preach. And the reigning champion for that is the Blonde Ambition Tour. Blonde Ambition. Yeah. So I feel like to me, like this, that section that's called religious, that section in Blonde Ambition, like all the numbers from that are just the most, like that, I think that chapter, like that section is the best of all of her things for all of her tours. Oh, Father, like a the dancing in it. Yeah, like, like a vert, that that weird reimagining of like a virgin, which was like so jaw dropping into yeah. like a prayer, into live to tell, oh, Father, anyone with Papa don't preach. That was just like that five song, like little one act play. It was perfect. Yeah. I agree with you, but I'm also going to vote for the reinvention tour for Papa Don't Preach because I love the choreography in it. It's just like her and the girl dancers. And at one point they just like grab arms in a big circle and just like spin around like you do when you're little kids. Uh-huh. little ring around the rosy. Yeah, a little ring around the rosy. I really like this version of Papa Don't Preach in this tour. So I know I'm not going to win, but I'm going to put my... Make your voice heard. My voice heard. Yeah. Your voice belongs to you. Thank you. 
remember that. <laughs> I did. I did really like it. I mean, all things considered, for Reinvention Try, I actually really like that number. I just don't think yeah. it. I mean, it's hard. I mean, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. But it's to be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So next we have Vogue, and the reigning champion for that is the Blonde Ambition Tour. I will say this. I know we were hard on it, but I'm going to give Reinvention Tour. I think I like this version. I think there's just something like the the Blonde Ambition Tour. It's great. It's wonderful, but it's like all just black. I just found this one sort of fun to watch. And again, like when they were crawling upside down, that just tickled me so much. So I'm going to vote for Reinvention for Vogue. I, when I started the tour, I, th I said, this is maybe the only one that, that uh -huh. might. And then we got to the end. The bookends are where my only ones that might <laughs> gotcha. be live. But then I watched Vogue in blonde in blonde ambition again and i gotta go with blonde ambition i think the reason is just because i love that 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 tour was the first time i saw a tour that was like i mean probably for many of us it was the first right. time we saw a music tour like that and thought a concert can be like this and there's something that's so finessed and perfect and fine-tuned and mechanical about it and then when vogue happens i feel like i'm watching every artist dancer musician madonna in that just get naked and like give me like a fame number, like a hot, like the buildup is so slow. They're not lit right. People are fixing their hair. Mm -hmm. Someone passes by her and throws down a jacket. And there's, I think that number, I forgot. It made me appreciate how good I, I love Vogue and Blonde Ambition. All right. I, I love it. It's great. Eric. Okay, I agree with both of you. And I love that in the reinvention tour, she incorporates like yoga poses into strike a pose. But I can't, I do think that you're not ever gonna beat the Blonde Ambition Tour for Vogue. Just like it's of that moment in time. It's like when we were all getting introduced to Vogue and voguing and Jose and Lewis are there and- sure the the real deal kind of thing that i'm everyone's like so wet yeah everyone's so wet <laughs> and like so wet yeah and just like biker shorts and like a course like whatever it's just yeah. like it was no the nonsense. iconic costume just put on your show jacket yeah. and your vote costume and we're doing it in a monsoon yeah i think you can't it's not getting better so my vote is for blonde ambition tour okay so the continued winner for vogue is blonde ambition next up express yourself kurt winning Current reigning champion is the Blonde Ambition Tour. Did not get edged out by the fantastic girly show performance. What do we think? Does the reinvention tour in the military section express yourself version? I think it's good, but I know, I feel like we keep saying this about Blonde Ambition, but like it's so it's like it opens it. It's so iconic. It's so great that it's what I love about that number is that it's just again, it's like the beginning of the tour. And she's like, here's everybody here, are all my dancers. Here's my backup singers. Here's like here's the cast that we're going to be with tonight. I feel like that version of Express Yourself is just still so like exciting and iconic. Same. Same. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, but I did that. That being said, uh, I actually enjoyed Again, I, I like that number. And me too. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's really fun. Yeah. Okay, so next up we have like a prayer again, reigning champion, blonde ambition. Come on, you got come it. on. <laughs> next question. <laughs> okay, next one. This might be a debate. Hanky panky. <laughs> I actually kind of liked hanky panky in this one. I thought it was fun. I mean, like it's a such a goofy, dumb song. Like it's not. It's not one of her best songs, but I don't know. For some reason, this one, I liked it a little bit more. So for me, I will say for Hanky Panky, my vote will go for Reinvention Tour. I'm going to go last. I'm going to see if there's a tie. Okay. 
Okay, well then, to keep it interesting, no. my vote is for the Blonde Ambition Tour. <laughs> All what right, would you David. have said, really, <laughs> if 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 it was a tiebreaker? You know what? Honestly, like I don't re- like I like this song and this number. They feel very similar to me. The two performances of them, and I don't have a dog in the fight. Like I don't. I'm like that's fine. Either one. They're both fun numbers. So mm-hmm. part of me wants to give it to reinvention just for like kind of being like, huh, you brought back hanky panky. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like of, of, of all of the all hits the, to bring back. You yeah, like we <laughs> skipped over some some big hits to to make space for hanky panky to open a section called circus that doesn't really feel circusy at all for any part of it so it's like a <laughs> it's just like could have done rescue me as like a woman trying to get saved from like a, a, a knife throw a, yeah or a live bit like, <laughs> a like a spinning wheel <laughs> and we're getting hanky panky again yeah so part of me is just like fine if you want hanky panky then take it reinvention tour but because i want David Crabb to be the tiebreaker. I'm going to say my vote is firmly for Lunibition. This is very easy for me. Okay. That headband. No. (laughs) That I don't know what the idea. I think there was maybe a period piece. Yeah, for sure. There's a there's a photo inspiration somewhere. Didn't work. And um, Hanky Panky needs the minimal like. I almost felt like where like I complained about that one stretch of reinvention tour being too boring and people just in in black playing instruments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I almost feel like it's the reverse thing for this version of Hanky Panky. Like I would just would love to see her like in a kooky dress sitting up on a piano. Come over here, you know. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> it's and too th- big for its britches. It's a vaudeville song. It's like a yeah, uh huh, yeah. Like I I would have liked I this could have. That could have, for me, gotten the Marlena Dietrich smoking a cigar, sitting on a trunk with an accordion, you know. Um, so <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Blonde Ambition. I think that's a fun performance. Yeah. Fair okay. enough. Fair enough. All right. So the definitive hanky panky is Blonde Ambition. This next one will be quick. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. The song is deeper and deeper. The reigning champion is the girly show. The competitor is the reinvention tour. The ballad version. Of deeper and deeper. Oh, I mean, I I spoke my piece. Mm-hmm. I know how you feel, John. I I appreciate this version of deeper and deeper, but it has to go to the girly show. Agreed. Alrighty. Okay. All right. So next John. we have this one doesn't really count, but it's here. The Beast Within, which this one is just a video that opens the show, but in the girly show, which is the reigning champion, it's she's also not in that. She's not. She doesn't actually perform it, actually live, but it's the uh, the sort oh, of the true. don't ask, don't tell. LA Mm. so yeah so my vote is the girly show for this one yeah I think I mean I love that video but it it doesn't it it doesn't beat the artistry of the live performers Mm -hmm. in Mm. the girly show so yeah I I would I would go with girly show too I'll vote for reinvention just like the same way just to be like (laughs) solid 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 showing that that photo shoot is great those pictures of her in that red dress with that sort of weird animalistic mask and then like the dirty cot like where she's like kind of like a kidnap victim something sure. yeah like a weird leotard yeah it's <laughs> i love them i love grimy them. and like yeah. yeah it smells it smell you can smell it when you look at the pictures oh. 
Well, those are that's a compelling argument, but Erica. But unfortunately, the winner like is you. the final definitive. But did you say you, she smelled like you were like cedar and flowers? Did she? It was it was like a floral and what was it? The top note. I said it earlier. Woodsy and floral. Woodsy. Yeah. Woodsy and floral. <laughs> anyway, impatience by Madonna. <laughs> and it's just the flowers. It's just a bouquet of them. She hates <laughs> them. Ugh, <laughs> <Ugh>, impatience. <laughs> Okay, the next music. So it's competing against the Drown World Tour, which was the first time it was performed. So we only have two to compare it to. I'm going to say Drown World. And here's my reason why. It's kind of like, is it? The, it's the final number yeah. in the show. And it has all those images of her from like different iconic looks while she's singing it. And she's like reminding you. I think I said this last time on the last uh, episode. But in a song that's like, I don't look at the clock, I don't look back, I'm a forward moving artist. And that in a show where she's like, I'm not doing any past hits, I'm doing all new material. And then at the end, she's like, but remember, <laughs> remember children. And I love it. You say Drown World. How are you, David? Also Drown World. Um, I also say Drown World on this Wow, line. I thought it was gonna get kickback. <laughs> no, no, the the uh, the dancers do such a great job in that Drown World one, and they're also again so hot. And um, the thing with the headphones, and I love the mm -hmm. tempo, the way they shift. That it starts kind of slow, like the mm -hmm. records on the wrong speed. Mm -hmm. I, it's it's I love it so good. All right, so the current winner for music is Drown World Tour, and finally our final number, and this is also this number's final performance in tour. Don't tell me. And the only other time she's done it is the Drowned World Tour. So is it reinvention or Drowned World? I've got to say, I will get, I think they're, it's only I know been David's three answer. years. We know David's answer. I will say this, it's only been three years. So she hasn't like totally like gotten so sick of what she's done before. So she hasn't fully reinvented it. So I think they're both kind of similar. I'm giving reinvention the edge just because I love that string section that she adds, all the strings mm -hmm. she adds to it. There's a dancer in the reinvention tour that is so cute and he's make he's kind of like mugging during it there's like a tight shot of like her with just a guy on either side of her and he's over her like as you're facing at her right shoulder and he's they're doing all this like shoulder work really like fat and he has this like adorable little smile on his face and he he's like looks so silly and you're getting I would, married i would marry him <laughs> like sight uh, like I don't need to know anything else. I'd be like, <laughs> don't need to hear his voice. Don't need to let's make it work. It. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my vote is for him <laughs> and the reinvention tour. Okay. Wow. Sorry, David. The winner is the reinvention tour. Maybe the only number I said in this whole podcast episode <laughs> that is unbeatable at the very end. Wow. God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I I do think that like that one is also good. They're really similar. They're very they're, very, they're pretty hey, interchangeable. But yeah, I I mean I I will tell you there is one ripped dancer with a mohawk who she straddles in Don't Tell Me in Drum World Tour, and he might be a big part of my answer for that. So I'm mm, really okay. not one to talk. Hmm. I'm really not one to talk. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is it. That brings us to the end of the tour, the performance SmackDown. David, such a treat. Before we let you go, any final thoughts or any dreams for the Celebration Tour besides someone handing you tickets to go see it? 
Oh God, yeah. I mean, I just want her to do back that up a lot. <laughs> back that up to the beat. I hope it's. I hope it's actually really, really reinvented. I hope it's not like in a weird way. I, I, I hope she like does that thing where she tells you she's gonna give you what you want and then she fucks you over in the best possible. Right. Like I'm just giving you the hits way. and then yeah, like. But you didn't know you wanted them this way. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm hoping for. And I'm, I'm hoping you both really enjoy it. And I can't wait to hear your full report. <laughs> David, is there anything you would like to plug or shill to our massive oh audience? God. Come see Risk. I host it here in Los Angeles once a month. Mm-hmm. You can find more information on show. risk-show.com. John Flynn's done the show many times. and mm-hmm. Always a great time. I think that's it right now. All right. Wonderful. It was so fun, you guys. This was I so mean, much I, fun, David. I, you know, as my husband was packing up his stuff to leave, he passed the room like three times and just looked at me and kind of gave me a little bit of a head shake and an eye roll. At <laughs> Are whatever. you still doing this? <laughs> yeah. Going, like, going this deep on the rap in American life in 2023 <laughs> still. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. If you have comments or questions or just want to reach out to us, you can reach us at thecelebrationcelebration at gmail.com. We also have an Instagram account at thecelebrationcelebration. Special thanks to Dynamo for our artwork. And if you could do us a lovely favor and rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get podcasts, it really helps people find the show and we appreciate it. And when you're reviewing us, just remember, we're not your bitch. Don't hang your shit on us. Am I frozen? Can no. you hear me? Oh, great. Your, heart, your heart is open. <laughs> you are not frozen because your heart gonna, is open. Oh, I'm going to fall over on the kitchen floor and become a flock of ravens. <laughs> <laughs>